0: and welcome to NCNA's Nursing Rounds, where we do the rounds on hot topics in nurses' journeys. I'm Lauren Zahn, NCNA's membership coordinator. And I'm Lindsey Combs, NCNA's communications and marketing assistant. Today we have Brittany Bass, DNP, MSN, RN, director of RN to BSN program at NC Layton College, joining us to talk about her nursing career. So Brittany, um, can you just tell us a little bit about what inspired you to become a nurse?
1: Sure. So as a child, my grandfather was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So I can remember growing up watching my mother just genuinely care and unconditionally love my grandfather, you know, and I thought that type of compassion and ability to really give back to those that need it the most was really that spark that kind of ignited the fire inside of me to kind of hunt out a profession well, that's all I had to do. And, and that was really the driving force behind what inspired me to really just want to become a registered nurse.
0: So you really just took
1: inspiration from your mom? I did. I did. You know, because when you care for someone, you know, people think that that kind of just comes natural because it's a family member, but it really doesn't. Being able to genuinely care for somebody comes from somewhere deep down in the heart and the soul of the other individual. So to be, really be able to see my mom do that, and I was at a very young age, I was probably eight or nine years old. Um, It just really resonated with me. Wow, what a great job to be able to do that and only have to do that with with your patients or your students and families, whomever you choose to work with,
0: even at a young age. Being able to care for someone that you haven't ever met before. I'm sure that's that's quite a challenge and definitely not for everyone. That is correct. It's definitely not for everybody. Tell us A little bit about your first job in nursing. Did you get to show that compassion right away? Oh, absolutely. Oh, this really, this gets me going here. My
1: very first job. It was like it was yesterday and it's been a little over 10 years now. As a new graduate RN, I knew I wanted to go into a department or a unit where I was going to learn tons of stuff. Um, I didn't really care What the specialty was, but I needed it to be somewhere that was high volume, where I just got a lot of interactions with my peers and my colleagues and my patients. So I took a job in the emergency department um, at NASH UNC Healthcare Systems in Rocky Mount. Um, It's a fairly busy emergency department, even to this day it is. Um, It's on the corridor of I-95 and U.S. Highway 64. So we've seen lots of trauma from car accidents. There of course were the, the gang related things that we've seen like the gunshot wounds and the stabs. So as a new nurse, I was really able to see all of this unique trauma that you know you don't really get a lot in clinical as a student but yet then I was still able to get that piece of it that I was able to get in school. So I was able to kind of see a lot of different worlds and moving parts all at the same time. So, you know, I was really able to cultivate a vast experience just being in that ED. Um, and I stayed there for about six years. That really built me as a nurse, that ED, and having those interactions with those patients, because you kind of begin to, it's a newness, And every day is a new day in the ED. You don't have the same patients. So you really had to plan for the unexpected. And and you learn how to do that um, more cohesively the longer you're in that type of department. So so that was my very first job coming out of undergraduate nursing school that I really, that's what the place that built me as a nurse.
0: Do you still use um, any skills that you learned from that emergency department today? Sure, absolutely. And one of the first foremost
1: of those is my CPR skills, which I also like to teach on the side as a hobby. That's kind of my nurse geek in me coming out a little bit. That is a hobby of mine. I love to teach CPR because, you know, you think about young children they can do hands-only CPR and to be able to save a life with just your bare hands and not really even having to be a nurse to do that is so important. So, you know, those are the types of skills that, you know, you always carry with you no matter where you go. And you want to shed light into those skills, into people who are not nurses and that they don't have to have those credentials. Um, So as a nurse, you know, you gain all these skills and all this knowledge with the whole purpose and the whole intent to be to share share that knowledge, share it with your colleagues. So that way we can all, from a more cohesive perspective, we can all be on the same page and continue to generate better improved outcomes in our communities. Because what makes up our communities are our patients. Well, who are our patients? They're families, they're friends of families. You know, So when you look at the bigger picture, it's not just your patient, it truly is part of your community. That's one of your friends, family members.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nursing is definitely a networking heavy profession. Yes. So could you give us a little bit more insight on to the position that you have today and
1: sort of how you got there? Sure. So, well, first and foremost, I say there are three three aspects that kind of got me where I am today and with number one being experience. Um, and I kind of drive that back to the ED. You know, in the ED, it's um, you learn a lot. You learn a lot of things about a lot of different patients and a lot of different outcomes that help drive the healthcare system, because the ED feeds the entire hospital, if you think about it. And and from an operational standpoint, your brain, an ER nurse's brain has to be circuited a certain way. And so with that, with those years of experience in the ED, I think that's really the piece that has driven me to the position in which I'm in now. Um, And that is developing and implementing a brand new RN to BSN program at a college that doesn't have nursing. They've never had nursing on its campus before. It's brand new. Um, so the community's really excited about having it. But I think that f- that first, the first cohort there is um, experience, making sure that you have that experience to, to move things along and to kind of push. Um, and, and I got that from the ED to help me with that piece. At number two, of course, is education. And that type of um, position, you have to have a terminal degree. So you have to have a PhD in nursing or a doctorate in nursing practice, um, which I currently have a DNP, a doctor of nursing practice um, with emphasis in leadership. Um, So I have that piece of it. But with that piece, with my master's being in nursing education, I was able to already start working on that whole curriculum development, um, which a lot of nurses don't get unless they've been in academia before. Um, And I was able to to conquer that experience by working at the community college. And then the third reason why I think that I mainly have the position that I have today, you know, in regards to experience and education are collegial relationships. I think it's really important that nurses maintain collegial relationships, whether that's mentors, preceptors, life coaches, to, to hone into their skills. Because the day that a nurse thinks that they know it all, that is a realization that, you know, maybe nursing's not for you because you'll never know it all. And that's the importance behind being a lifelong learner and having those relationships and let other people help grow you no matter what position you're in. Um, So between experience, education, and collegial relationships, those are the three cohorts as to
0: what got me in my position today. That's really neat that you were able to develop a new program from the ground up. What were some of the biggest challenges in doing that?
1: I think the biggest challenge is presenting nursing to a faculty that has Not ever had nursing before because we are our own species. We are quite different from biology faculty. We are very different from exercise science faculty. Nursing is highly regulated. A lot of um, other professions are not. Um, So I think that that's been quite eye opening for the faculty. So, But it's been a good eye opening. It's a learning opportunity again. Uh, but I would say that's the biggest challenge is that nursing, we are our own species, and we, we are highly regulated, and that's why we hold our profession to a certain standard compared to other professions.
0: So talking a little bit more about your everyday um, sort of routines that you have. So we were sort of interested in kind of what gets you ready for work in the morning. Like, do you have any rituals or routines that you sort of go through that kind of set you up to have like a really awesome day? So, yes, and the first thing is coffee. I
1: have to have coffee. (laughs) I have to have coffee to get up and get awake and get moving. Usually once I get my coffee brewing and I have that first cup of morning, Joe, I try to sit down and have some devotional quiet time before my two children wake up. I have an eight-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son, so they're very busy. Um, So after I do my five to 10-minute devotional, it's not very long, but it's enough to get my inspiration moving for the day. I'll get my children up. We get them ready for school. And they never, ever leave the house without lots of hugs and kisses from their mommy. So we make sure to do that. And that helps me get my day started off well. And then I know that their day has started off well. And of course, my husband, I give him a hug and a peck on the way out the door. Um, So when all of that's said and done between the coffee and my devotional and my children and my husband and the hugs and the kisses, knowing everyone's safe and they're going to have a great day, that's how I know my day's going to start off with, with a real boom. Lots of love to go all the way around, huh?
0: That's (laughs) it. That's it. I can tell that you're really passionate about your job and the nursing profession. What's something in particular in nursing that you're really passionate about right now?
1: I think right now, and, and not so much a passion as it is a real interest of mine, I'm really into the technology piece of nursing. Um, I think there's so much more room to grow in in the profession of nursing and technology, um, with a heavy emphasis on tele nursing and tele healthcare, especially with COVID-19 and the pandemic. You know, and just trying to keep down traffic in clinics. You know, because you have your well patient population that still needs to have their routine care exams. They still need to see their providers, but we don't want to put those patients at risk either. You know, so what all could telemedicine have? You know, in terms of impact in this patient population especially now during these times. So I think that technology can just grow exponentially and how nurses use it and not just physicians, you know, with ICU telehealth and medicine and, and the way that physicians utilize that. I think that there's a lot of room for growth for nursing to utilize technology and, and a bigger sense of the same aspect. Yeah, I definitely think telehealth has
0: come a long way since the pandemic began. I mean, I'm, I'm not a nurse. i don't know pretty much anything about healthcare, but i've definitely seen the word telehealth all over the place since the beginning of the pandemic and i think it's really awesome to see just how far the technology has come in such a short amount of time and it's crazy to think about how fast it could you know develop in the future as well
1: oh, absolutely and you know even in terms of a sidebar conversation telehealth for patient care um has been about for some time Um, but really beginning to utilize it for what it's worth. I think we're kind of opening that window now and looking at that. Um, But even for nursing education, you think about virtual simulation and how these students are interacting with patients virtually and how they're able to get those same skills and not put themselves at risk with COVID-19 and just the sim world and what it has to offer for nursing education. So, you know, it really impacts both worlds, the healthcare system and nursing education and even even the education medicine, osteopathic medicine. Um, and virtual simulation and how physicians, um, you know, do certain things. So it really, and just has a, I think you're going to see an exponential growth and, and it really kind of gets my bones moving to really talk about that. There's a huge interest of mine and a huge passion of mine because I think there's so much growth to be had in, in that aspect of healthcare.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. So I know you're sort of focusing on the education side of nursing at the moment, but what is something that you've done as a nurse um, that you're super proud of?
1: Yes. Okay, so what I'm super proud of, it's not so much me, because nursing is never about the nurse. Nursing is about everything else that goes on that the nurse touches. And so for me, my most proudest moments are probably seeing those students when the light bulb come on, when they've really had a hard time, they've studied really hard and now they've got it and they can kind of spit that right back out. you. And then also, you know, when when you're out in the community and, and you're out in the network of healthcare providers and you hear another nurse say, wow, you know, Nurse X, Y, and Z did such a great job. You know, we had this bus accident coming to ED. They really got on top of it. and helped triage 26 patients, you know, within 12 to 15 minutes. And they give those shout outs. And you're like, wow, that was my student. That was my student three or four or five years ago, you know. Um, So those are moments when you just feel just exhilarated that what you taught, that that student's really putting into practice. And people are seeing it. And they're coming back. And they're mentioning that. Um, Those are probably my proudest moments as a nurse.
0: Like you were saying about nurses doing good things, I know nurses are often giving so much of their time to others. What are some ways that communities can support their nurses back? So I think that for nursing, nurses don't do nursing
1: for recognition. I think that um, a nurse is truly born to be a nurse. It's innate. It's within them. It's what they want to do. But I think that communities can help support their nurses in giving them a voice bringing them to the table on non-nursing opportunities you know so chamber of commerce have you a nursing representative up there you know if, if it's anything politically driven in your communities have a nurse because we see how a pandemic can affect every single aspect of the economy And there's no reason to not have a nurse and to have their voice out there on the front lines as they're fighting this. And they're out there with our patients. And what did I say earlier? Our patients, are our families, our friends, they make up our community. So just giving nurses the opportunity to have a voice on non-nursing or non-health care. They want to break out of that spectrum and let people know that, you know, what we see and what we do highly impacts a lot of other issues that maybe you wouldn't have thought of. Um, so I think that that's how community, communities can best support their nurses.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Okay, we're going to take a quick rest in the break room for a snack and a word from our sponsor. Registration is open for NCNA's 2021 annual convention. Join friends and colleagues from around the state in person September 23rd and 24th in Concord, North Carolina. Full registrants can earn up to 24.25 credit hours while taking advantage of the state's best networking and professional development opportunities for nurses. After more than a year of pandemic safety protocols, we hope to have an in-person event where you will feel comfortable and safe. We can't wait to see you all in September. Register now at ncnurses.org. So as we talked about a little bit earlier, nursing is sort of a ever-changing, ever-growing field and education is super important to nursing. So what is sort of the best ways that you've found or any tips or tricks you might have for anyone in the membership um, to sort of stay up to date on all of that knowledge that's just coming down the pipeline at any given moment.
1: I think you go back to, you know, having those connections um, with your colleagues. Um, And when I say your colleagues, those can be physicians, those can be pharmacists. So just having those connections and being able to have those difficult conversations when times arise, like now with the pandemic to say, hey, you know, and being transparent about it, say, these are our issues. Um, You know, what are you guys doing to combat this particular issue, you know, and and just being open and transparent with your colleagues. I think that realizing that nursing is a career and it's a lifelong journey of education. Things are forever changing, which is a great thing. Um, But because of that, and because of the fast changes, nursing really needs to stay on top of that. So I would certainly make sure that you are a part of any type of specialty associations, such as the North Carolina Nurses Association, the American Nurses Association, any specialty such as the Emergency Nurses Association to really get involved and be a part of that. Because I think when you are, you kind of see from a local, even to a state, national, global perspective, Maybe what some of the challenges are and you're having those same challenges in your local area and it really becomes more of a statewide problem um, or even a global problem. So I think having those connections really will help people stay on the forefront of the changes that we see in
0: healthcare that happen so fast. Yeah, for sure. So basically just talking to one another is kind of the main source, checking in with each other and that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely connecting
1: um, phone calls, emails. LinkedIn is great for that. Even Facebook, but sometimes the professionalism with Facebook uh, might not be where it should be. But LinkedIn certainly is a great platform. I would also say that when you start getting into these organizations, don't just become a member um, and not use that membership. Get involved on special projects. Be a part of special initiatives. Uh, and really just engage with that, because when you do, your network of connections are going to grow exponentially outside of just your area to kind of see what your labor and delivery nurses are doing. If you're an ED nurse, you know,
0: jump on a project in L&D, and just being well-rounded. What are some things that you've done to kind of get involved in those nursing communities and learn more and share that knowledge? What I gained the most insight from was when I joined the the American College
1: of Healthcare Executives. I want to make sure I got that out right. When I joined that and I joined the Triangle area, I was given the opportunity to get involved in their mentorship program. And they, of course, get information from the member of the committee, and then they they pair you with someone. And so I had the opportunity to get paired with Lauren Kearns. She's the Associate Vice President of Operations at UNC Medical Center. So I was able to kind of Follow her, talk with her, understand her philosophy of nursing. And she was just a true joy to see her in action in a leadership position. But then to also have sidebar conversations with her about, you know, well, these are my thoughts about nursing. and This is where I want to go. You know, but Lauren, what do you see for the future of nursing? You've been it much longer than I. And being able to have those types of conversations with someone in a leadership capacity like Lauren was Exponentially, one of the best opportunities I've taken to help me in my nursing career and to see another side of things that maybe I wouldn't have seen had I not been a part of this organization. So, I think that that's one of the biggest opportunities that I have really had to help me grow as a professional, especially as an early careerist. But once again, I say that you need to get involved in CNA, ANA, ENA, get involved in your organizations that support your goals as a nurse. If you're not an emergency nurse, then don't join the ENA but certainly the North Carolina Nurses Association. Join in on that. All your colleagues are there in the state. Compare what you're seeing locally to statewide. It just gives you a a broader perspective of what's really going on and it'll, have, it'll help you prioritize and tackle those challenges that you're seeing maybe head on, whereas maybe you wouldn't have had if you didn't have those contacts
0: to kind of just have a soundboard. Absolutely, so the whole episode is sort of riddled with um, good advice for new nurses, but if there was sort of one thing that you could just tell someone who is newly graduated and just, you know, just starting their career, what sort of things would you want to know Or would you want someone else to
1: know? So I would say there's a book that Joe Ty wrote, um, and it's called The Florence Prescription. It is a wonderful book, and I would advise every new graduate nurse to read it. It gives you a perspective of the entire hospital and the culture and having Florence Nightingale there in spirit. So it's a great book. But he quotes, and and I, I tell all my nursing students this now, proceed until apprehended. And that's his quote in the book, Per Joe You know, Florence Nightingale, she didn't sit around and wait for permission. She always said to ask for forgiveness and keep going. If you're gonna advocate for your patient and that's gonna help your patient, then that's what we're gonna do. Um, you know, and, and, and that's kind of where we should resonate as a nurse and how we should put our daily nursing into practice is to always advocate for the patient. And if we're doing what's best for the patient, then sometimes we may have to ask for forgiveness and not wait for permission if, if our patient is at the expense of that. Um, so proceed until apprehended. Don't give up and keep going. Nursing is a great profession. I can't imagine doing anything any different. Um, I absolutely love nursing. Hence the reason I have been to school my entire career and I'm 33 years old. Um, I absolutely love it. I love to learn new things and I like to share what I learn because knowledge is power. And the more knowledge you have, the more powerful and influential you can be in making decisions for yourself that might impact tons of other people at some time. Um, so it really is important that you proceed until apprehended, just as Joe Ty said in his book.
0: Absolutely. That's a, a really awesome quote for sure. Yep. Have you had any moments in your career where you kind of had like a light bulb moment and you knew that you made the right decision to get into nursing? So this was the question that
1: I had a hard time answering um, because every day I can find some reason and there's some moment in every day that I'm like, I know I chose the right profession. Now, there are some days that it's, it's a trial and error to try and find those positives, but most every day you can find a positive. Um, but being a nurse is who you are. Oftentimes, um, it's not a moment you realize you made the right decision by becoming a nurse, but it's the moment you realize that being a nurse is what you were born to do. And that's what you're after. It's not one special moment, but it's when automatically in your career that just one day that you wake up and you realize, wow, you know, I was really born to do this, this is who I am. It's not what I do, but it's who I am. Um, and, And I think that that's the best way that I can answer that question for
0: you. No, I love that answer. So we've talked a lot about nursing and um, sort of how you love to take care of your patients and give back to your community through doing that. Um, Is there anything that you love to do outside of nursing? Um, So any hobbies you want to mention or anything like that? Sure. Um, I
1: do love to teach CPR. That's the nurse geek again coming out in me. I love to teach CPR. That's a hobby of mine. Um, But besides that, that's not healthcare related. Um, I do love spending a lot of time with my family, my two children and my husband. Um, We like to spend a lot of time at the coast of North Carolina, and we love to play lots of sports, any kind of sports, basketball, tennis. My kids are in it, and I'm there doing the best I can. (laughs) Um, We really do. My son is uh, recently into making paper airplanes, so we have about 100 paper airplanes flying around our home outside. They're all over the place. Um, So I kind of help him with those hobbies. And my daughter who's eight, she's got where she really likes to cook and she is quite the cook at eight. So so things are quite busy, but that is what we do as our hobbies in our off time is spend a lot of time together.
0: That sounds awesome. Um, What sort of dishes does your daughter like to make? Well, I have to say, it's quite easy.
1: She loves to scramble eggs, and she has got where she loves to cook Roman noodles. I'm absolutely opposed to Roman noodles, but she loves to cook me them. <laughs> so that's what we do. <laughs>
0: you can't go wrong with a good scrambled egg. That's um, definitely a that's staple right. in my house. <laughs> yes, yes, ours too, ours too. All right. We'll see you next round. Continue to lead nursing forward.